When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. Dr. Jace Attorney here. That's the voice of Dr. Jace Attorney. We're here to deep dive here at the Yonko table. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It is the year of Pinocchio, folks, or rather it was the year of Pinocchio in 2022. We had three, I count them three films released about everyone's favorite puppet uh released in 2022 and um there was one that was clearly the superior out of all of them we're gonna get into that specifically as to why but uh there's a lot of nitty-gritty in the details and i i, I can't wait to talk about this film definitely one of the greats from 2022's animated film category but with me to deep dive Pinocchio as well is fellow Yonko Grand Master Hoop. Grand Master, I, I take it you probably liked the other Pinocchio films a little bit more than this one, right? Did you I like need... <laughs> did you like the one where uh what's it called? Um Dan, I wanna go out on my own. <laughs> Was that your favorite? I, I never seen it. I never seen it. Uh, I only know that the 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 voice over that bit. Um, so uh, that's really funny. And not to mention in that Pinocchio film, he doesn't even look like a puppet. I'm not even sure what's going on. Um, the other one, the Disney, Tom Hanks, Robert did, Zemeckis. Did you watch that one? You know, I started like 10 minutes of it and then I got like, and my emotions due to whatever's going on in my life. And I turned it off and I never looked back. <laughs> I heard I didn't miss anything. It's called Pinocchio, a true story. That the Disney oh, wait, one? No, 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 I'm sorry. The other one, the other one's called. Oh, that. yeah. yeah. That's some Russian one that was picked up by like Lionsgate um, with Polly right. Shore. Uh, really all- random. Uh, couldn't be saved. Uh, Tom Hanks couldn't save the Disney one. No, this oh, yeah. one Tom is Hanks a superior. Yeah, J- wow. Tom Hanks was Geppetto. They that they had a really good cast. The Disney one. Uh, yeah. Wow. Just uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't watch it, uh, but I heard it was not good. Uh, oh, I, I heard it was very bad. <laughs> I, I I did not even give it a chance. I I'm I'm kind of out of the loop with the uh, live action Disney films. Um, outside of I, I watched Aladdin and Jungle Book, and. That's about it. Oh, I recently watched Lion King. Good God. Uh, that one oh, was terrible. Oh, only recently? Re- as in like the last month or so, I oh, watched wow. the live action Lion King. That one yeah, was that's, god that's, awful. 
it's not it's not a good time yeah um pinocchio i'm guessing is in that category i haven't heard a single person praise this movie in any capacity um yeah i just i don't know anybody that's watched it yeah yeah so the competition was pretty low but i think even with competition uh Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio was likely going to come out on top. This was the superior Pinocchio film, clearly. It was. Oh, hands do, do, down. Do, do you think it was, or are you a are you a Pauly Shore stan? No, 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 no. Uh, clearly, this is the superior one, which is a, I guess. I wasn't banking on enjoying a Pinocchio film this year. Like even after those other two, this one was coming out, and I was just like, damn, it's just. One of those weird years where multiple studios are making the same movie. Right. Um, it's happened before. Are, it has. Uh, the last one that comes to mind for me is like the Jungle Book. There was uh, the Disney live action with John Favreau. Oh, okay. Uh, the one you mentioned. And uh, the other one got pushed back, but it was originally going to be released the same year. It was uh, Andy Serkis's Jungle Book. That's right. Yeah. It equally had a really good cast. Uh that one had uh like Benedict Cumberbatch, Christian Bale. Uh, right. They they also did like um another example like Tarzan and Hercules, right? Like weren't, weren't there like oh, yeah. of years where like multiple movies of Tarzan and Hercules were coming out? There was like this actually funny enough uh again this is really random. Kellen Lutz from Twilight fame was playing Hercules. And the same year, the Rock Hercules film came okay. out. Okay, right, right. And then uh, Kellen Lutz also played Tarzan. He and also I don't know played if, Tarzan. He did also play Tarzan, but I don't know if it was the same year as the uh, Alexander Skarsgård Tarzan, the one with uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Margot Robbie. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, there was that one. Yeah. It yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wow. I don't think any of those outings were good at all. Um, That's very like it's always Disney related type of um, stories, you know, like I know they're not Disney originated stories, but like, you know, Tarzan with oh, I, I, I guess there was no Disney Tarzan at, at the time, but um, there was still a Disney Tarzan movie, a Disney Hercules. Um, and now there's a Disney Pinocchio that's actually releasing this year as opposed to Tarzan and Hercules from before. But I think it's kind of funny. Disney Disney has their hat in the ring with all these properties to some capacity. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, um, no, I think uh, I think a lot of people are just over here like, let's do it better than Disney. Let's switch it up. Let's give the true story. Let's give a darker take. Um, I definitely feel like this film was a little bit darker. Oh, a little bit. Very, very hella. darker. Yes. Um. Are you at all familiar with like the actual fantasy of Pinocchio, like the original folklore folktale? I I am. It's not. A, it's a book. It's a it's book. A book. It was, Fine. It's, it's a book. It no, no. It's book. like simply just a tale. It's like this Italian. Uh, is there no like dark twist to it, like the way the Little Mermaid is? I'm not entirely sure because Pinocchio is not even that old in conception. I think Pinocchio only dates back as far as like the 1900s like it's okay 1883 close enough um okay that's that's old that's it, it's old, old. That's it's like not little like, mermaid old it's not like so far off i think the little mermaid's older than 1883 but um i don't know if there's any 
kind of dark layer to Pinocchio. Um, I want to say I'm was, just so used to all these fantasy stories always having something like that. Uh, right, and, and then Disney like, like you know Disneyfies them into uh, like and, and pop culture as like this happy heartwarming story without you know any swearing no death no uh fascist dictatorships <laughs> um i don't know if pinocchio originally had this and and nor do i care if it did but i think this take on pinocchio actually had me interested because i'm like wow this is like a like a real world story in a way it felt real it felt real felt very real at times i probably more real than disney's take could ever be uh yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up now. I don't, Pinocchio, uh, the Disney one, pretty much nailed it outside of a couple of details. Um, it doesn't okay. seem to have like a darker kind of uh, original. Like plot. like Pinocchio doesn't co- become like a serial killer or something by the end? Yeah, no. Okay. No, nothing like that. Doesn't stab people with his nose or something? Nope. Nothing like that. Um, so okay. the decision to take pinocchio down such a dark route but at the heart of it is still pinocchio that's the crazy bit like uh i just think he uh substituted a lot of the fairy tale aspect for like like you said a kind of a realistic uh point of view but there's still magic here and there's still kind of wonder here it's just got this real world background setting that surprisingly works it's weird it's crazy it's del toro it works i i love that it's from del toro del toro does like these these type of movies that are just um and i, I think he does shows too i think he did troll hunters or something he did uh, do troll Netflix. hunters he was a part of that yeah yeah uh i again I'm, i won't say i'm a fan of troll hunters but like i like his horror inspiration um just because i mean he does really good horror i mean pan's labyrinth pretty good um wasn't he involved with uh hellblade uh, hellblade um hellboy to some degree oh he's the director for the first two the hellboy films yeah right uh, right blade 2 as blade well Blade 2 the superior blade look at that uh yeah there you go um you know to name a couple others the shape of water nightmare of water. alley right um and then you know, he just has some fun ones. Pacific Rim, dumb fun. Yeah, that was yeah, that one was strange. I remember him being a, a tied to that. <laughs> He's the director. He directed it. He directed it. Jesus. I mean, yeah, the, the guy is just like a fun director, and he has he has his um his inspirations in horror that you really see him wear it on his sleeve, and you see him really showcase it here in uh, Pinocchio. Uh, what this has been like a passion project for him since. Jesus, 2008? Yeah, man. You know, I mean, we talked about it during the Window and Wild. Uh, this project went through hell. Uh, I was reading up on it. Uh, right. Yeah, 2008, which is crazy because it's damn near only almost so 20 like, years. Like, what were the, like, what? Just no studio would pick it up or it had to go through reshoots, rewrites? Well, um, from what I collected, uh, you know, he was trying to get some like big names involved uh he knew he wanted to do it stop motion stop motion um, from the get yeah oh man this this was beautiful stop motion just yeah oh get my it God, out of the God. way the stop motion was beautiful fantastic yeah no dare i say uh this might be kind of one, almost one of the best stop motions i think i've ever seen 
it, uh, the scale, the scale of the stop motion, just like the water when the monsters are. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like there are specific scenes with the stop motion where I had to kind of rewind a little bit and be like, "Is is this really stop motion? I feel like this is like computer generated. There's no way they did this in stop motion, but it is it, like it's all stop motion, and I'm just I'm I'm flabbergasted at it. It's insane. Well, I just, I just forget how the lengths you have to go sometimes for stop motion. Uh, I saw this a uh, little clip uh, from the. There's like an extra where you can watch how a lot of the making happened. You know, they had to make a giant. Uh, they had to make a giant Pinocchio at times. Uh, oh yeah, the, and they scaled him to be like tiny, tiny at, at, at some points, and they yeah. scaled everyone to be humongous. Right, like uh, a lot of the uh, Sebastian cricket scenes. Yeah. If it, if it's a close up, it's a giant Sebastian. Right. And then it, then it's all stop motion, which is crazy. Um, right, right. Um, but yeah, no, just um, a lot of you know trying to get people involved. Uh, um, he did get the people he wanted. He got this dude Matthew Robbins, who he's been working with, like literally forever. Um, right. so they they write the script together um patrick McHale he brings on did you ever watch over the garden wall i know we talked about it like we in our always chat. talk about it I, I i haven't watched it i know it's a good supposedly a really good cartoon um or limited series but no i i haven't seen over the garden wall let me let me tell you over the garden wall fits right up guillermo del toro's alley like did, was he involved in that he's not but like okay. that kind of style of this kind of gothic kind of uh weird type of storytelling as far as like uh what it, what they're trying to depict that they got it they nailed it that's the perfect okay. person to bring on okay um and then yeah just uh, I, um i think a lot of people were getting involved in other things uh like uh you know he wants to do stop motion but they got other projects going on and then uh and stop motion takes time it, it does it does um but filming for this started only in 2020 and then uh they oh. didn't finish till summer 2022 goodness so they recently finished it wow and that's two years that's insane. that's two years of putting all that together that's you crazy know? yeah that's that's dedication and time um i don't know when netflix got involved but they i think they struck another winner uh with this one I think they were involved early on because, like, I always remember seeing um, the Sebastian Cricket teaser for the Pinocchio film. Like, I want to say in 2021 or 2020. Um, I can believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and it would just be Sebastian Cricket. Like, you didn't see what Pinocchio looked like. You didn't see Geppetto. It was just Sebastian Cricket. And he's just, you know, saying some random line from Pinocchio, like, uh, you could only do the best that you can do, and that's all that you can ask for. And I don't know, whatever. You're gonna correct me anyways. Yeah. Actually, I see. Yeah, Netflix got involved in 2018. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. And and they gave it the budget. Uh, they needed a budget increase, and no one was looking to finance this film. Uh, here comes Netflix. The, here comes Netflix, who takes the a occasional shot. Occasional savior. They took a shot in the dark a lot, and a lot of yeah. most of the time they hit. That's true. That I I think this was a hit. I I, I think 100% so. think this was a hit. Um kind of going into the darker elements like what you were saying earlier, there's some 
There's some interesting bits in here that I never associated with Pinocchio, but I believe it to be part of the mythos now. Maybe it was always part of the mythos and just that Disney story always like, you know, oh, we're not going to talk about war. We're not going to talk about military or, you know, the, the, the loss and grief of father and son. We're not going to do any of that. So I always thought, you know, the regular Disney type of Pinocchio, the one that you see in Kingdom Hearts, the 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 Jiminy Cricket uh, with the top hat. Don't that's you know Pinocchio? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> like, that's the one I know. But with this one, I feel like it's probably the definitive version of Pinocchio. You have, what, uh, World War One, The Great War. That's, that is that is World War One, right? right? That is World War One. yep. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. As, um, as as the backdrop, right? I think that was a. I think that was pretty good. I think oh, pretty I guess good. I I guess I'm asking because I'm getting my history. Uh, I didn't know, but is it World War? It is World War. It one. is World I didn't, War One. I didn't know Mussolini was in power for that long. Okay. What are you teaching these kids? I don't teach history. I don't <laughs> thank, teach history. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Thank God. Whatever. <laughs> oh yes, uh, World War One. That's very Del Toro, uh, kind of. I, I, this is definitely not the first time we've seen uh, World War be the backdrop for one of his films. Um, so that cool, cool. I mean, cool. Be, I mean, we'll get into it. I, I think it. They really nailed it uh, in certain aspects of the the Pinocchio mythos, the Pinocchio, um, the lore, the, the, the lore mythology, of, the mythology of Pinocchio. I think he nailed it at a certain point. I'll get to it later. Um, but yeah, you know, at the heart of it all, I mean, I don't know if it was always about like Geppetto losing a son and he's in like he's grief stricken. If it is, um, yeah, Disney, no, they didn't touch it because they're like, no, he just wants a boy. He just wants to be a father, which totally plausible. Totally plausible. Uh, this hits different, though. It hits very different. I, I to me, this is more believable. Like I maybe oh, yeah. in the in the regresses of my subconscious, I always thought the Disney Pinocchio, like, oh, maybe there's a deeper meaning as to why he wants a uh, you know, uh, a puppet boy. Maybe he had a son like decades ago, and maybe the son is like just angry with his father and left him and <laughs> and now he's ostracized from the family i don't know like i i was thinking like something darker than that and what do you know del toro's like hey you know what L let's take that let's take that and make it into this version of pinocchio i think it's perfect um uh regarding the animation what who are some of the other people involved with this um oh um Mark Gustafson, Gustaf, Gustafson. Okay, Ooh, I don't know. Um, that's a big name. Uh, probably in uh, the world of uh, what you call it, stop motion. Okay. Um, he, he's not like the biggest name. Uh, you know, I, Henry Selick, I think, carries that title. Right. Um, but uh, he's involved in some projects. Uh, Mr. Fox. Um, he helped out on that. Uh, big support there. I'm fantastic, Mr. Fox, uh, by Wes Anderson. And uh, I enjoy that movie. That one's pretty good. I, I mean, I looked at his other claims to fame. Um, I mean, he's got others, uh, you know, other films and whatnot. But I thought this one was really interesting because he's like the lead here. Do you know the PJs? 
I do know the PJs. You know the PJs. All yes. right. The PJs projects. The same one. The that's, same. That's insane. So what? He was like a director on the PJs. He's like the lead director on the PJs. That's insane. I I love the PJs. That was one of those. That was during an era where like you got these like big name celebrities to do voiceover for like cartoons that were running on television. So like Will Ferrell as Mr. Oblong. Do you, you, you remember the show The Oblongs? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I I liked The Oblong. Oblongs was really funny, but I'm like, wow, they got Will Ferrell to be the main character, the main dad. Same with the PJs, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> as the main character and i'm like yo like why didn't this go on for more like that's crazy <laughs> uh i, I don't know I, I love the pjs the pjs was so good the pjs is definitely a gem uh for its time like uh if you, if you know the pjs kudos to you if you don't you just miss that wave and it's okay <laughs> but uh pjs it's stop motion like Say what you will about maybe the short-lived run of the PJs, but stop motion wise, it was a stop motion series. That was rare for its yeah, time. That that was that was before Robot Chicken, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark Gusta Gustaf Gustafson okay. is co-directing this with Guillermo. Guillermo's got kind of the vision. Mark is brought on to do, you know, kind of lead the stop motion. Okay. And okay. Seems to me it was a perfect fit. I, I think it was excellent. Uh, I think this film blows out a lot of uh, stop motion films out of the water, even some that came out last year. Um, hey, what are we talking about last year? There's only one major stop oh, motion 20, film. I keep forgetting we're in 2022. We're in I mean, we're in 2023. Sorry. Uh, I'll save it for the end sure. uh, when we talk sure. about just final thoughts. Uh, but I think, you know, if you really think about it, there was only one major stop motion film outside of Pinocchio that came out last year. You're not wrong. You're not so, wrong. So uh, we'll we'll talk about it. But we've been we've been beating around the bush regarding why we like the story. Let's actually get into the story. Uh, Grandmaster, do, do you want to break this down? Yeah, yeah, I can break it down. Yeah, let's uh, let's do this. Um, do so, um. Oh, man. Goodness gracious. Again, it's the story of Pinocchio. Uh, a lot of the beats are the same, but the execution here is done so differently. That, that's the important part. Uh, and again, as we talked about, I, I mean, I cannot confirm unless I I guess I could look it up, um, you know, whether or not the original Pinocchio story was about a man who lost his son. And actually, I don't want to know right now. I guess I'll, we'll, I I'll look it up later. For me, th this is my canon version of Pinocchio. Oh, it this just works it. so well. Yes, it it worked. Like, if you were to tell me, without having to look it up, if you were to tell me this was the original fantasy story of Pinocchio, just, you know, with Guillermo del Toro's, like, horror mix of, like, you know, uh, like how he designed the characters and everything, I would believe you. It fits. Yeah. If, yeah. I, I don't question anything like, oh, what, World War One. As a backdrop, oh man, that that does not make any sense whatsoever. No, it does. It makes it does. total sense. I love. Yeah, it. I love. It is, it. It's it's crazy because again, you have the Disney version in your head, but no, here we are open to we open with Geppetto and his son Carlo, in a 
Chappelle's like the town carpenter. Carlos is eager beaver little son. Sweet kid. Um, but you just know this kid is not living. Oh fast. yeah, he, he he was way too happy. He was he was too happy and too perfect to to survive this film. But you just knew with the story of Pinocchio, it's like there's no other kid in the mix. Right, right. Like I from from a writing perspective, like they just seem to like be painting him as like this perfect child that can do no wrong. That I'm like outside of the obvious elephant in the room, like, you know, Pinocchio has to come in at some point and be the replacement. I'm just thinking, yeah, they're making this kid very likable. They're making him the the perfect poster child as as a good boy. He's a good yes. boy. He's he he's not a puppet. You must listen to your papa. <laughs> listen to your papa. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, something bad's gonna happen to this kid. He is just way too happy, way I was on too edge perfect. The whole time. <laughs> is it gonna be is it gonna be a pine comb that just gets him in the head? I thought that tree was gonna follow him when they were chopping the tree down. Oh man, I thought I thought the 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 cross with Jesus was gonna fall. I thought that was gonna be the irony. <laughs> I thought they would be like praying and and Geppetto would be telling him like some some like metaphorical story on like Jesus and Abraham or just just some biblical story and then the irony of the cross falling it was on just, Carlo. This fall was just really done well because you're on edge. You know he's not gonna make it. There's so many ways you can die. Um and yeah, man. And then if you're gonna use this backdrop of World War One, it's like you know, let's show the actual like casualties and the fallings of war. And they go to church to do a job. Geppetto's making the altar and like the crucifix with Jesus and everything. Right. Uh, not to mention it's from a pine tree they had cut down, and Carlo likes pine cones uh meanwhile the war is literally happening like there's some bombing going off and on like some other village and it's heading this way the bombing is heading this way Carlo is staring up at uh at jesus during this moment as he goes back to go get his pine cone Uh, yeah and then Carlo! Wow. Are you mocking him? No, no. I was just trying to do my best, uh, David Bradley. Uh, You know Gibetto? That's David Bradley. You know who that is? Uh, No, not off the top of my head. Let me help you because this is the last person I would ever expect to play like a good father figure. Um, uh, Walder Frey. um, Game of Thrones. Uh. He marries his daughters, makes more daughters. Oh God, that's him. Uh, uh, or Mr. Filch from Harry Potter. Uh, wow. You killed my cat. <laughs> I'll get you. <laughs> that's uh, Geppetto. Rome Stock, you married and didn't marry my daughter. Ah, now the Lannisters will send their regards. That guy. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, last person I. Probably cast as Geppetto, but does great. He's great. Great, very lovely father. Um, But yeah, Carlo caught in that bomb hits right there on the church, man. Uh, At at least you know was instantaneous. 
I but guess. I would hope. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think so. But it's like, geez, Louise, um, what a way to go. What a um, way to go. Casualty of war. Yeah, man. And again, like, uh, Sebastian the cricket was doing the voice. So I'm saying this bomb was not supposed to hit this town. Uh, yeah, they were just dropping off their uh, like excess weight or, or or something like that from the planes. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, bam, man, all for the pine cone. And then uh, so that's a for me that that sold me. I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm infested. This cannot go well. That was that after was this, hook. right? And then I guess honestly, it takes it up a notch even further. You know, they show the funeral of Carlo, and then you just kind of watch. It's like brief. It's not like doesn't take too long. But Geppetto falls into darkness, you know. Um, dark. He turns dark. Wait. <laughs> uh, I'm not afraid of the darkness. The he turns to the bottle and um, becomes a drunk again. <laughs> I believe this version of Geppetto more than I would ever believe that dude in the Disney one. Uh, I get it. You lost your son, you know? Yeah, and I like uh, the narration from uh, Jiminy Cricket because he's basically t saying, um, you know, the world, you know, Geppetto grieved, but the world moved on. Yeah. But he didn't. Like, and he was so grief stricken that like, you see it, like y y you see that, that pine tree growing out of, out of his, um, his uh, his grave out of out of Carlo's grave, and as it's growing, you see Geppetto slowly age into like this grandpa esque looking figure, and it's like, my God, this man was in grief for likely decades. That tree right. was big. That tree was the tree big. was big, yeah. So... And then even symbolically too, he's mad at the tree. He's mad at the pine cone. Right, uh, right. Ooh, right, right, right. Yeah, man. Oh that, man, that I was, was like, damn pine cone. Yeah, he was like, he was like, stupid tree. <laughs> you took my son. Now I'm gonna take you. And I was like, oh my god. They the took legs. it there. They took uh, it there. That was good. I like that. I think, I, as you said, the world moved on, and uh, you know, a tree, a tree stands firm and tall, and it's like. That's what took away his son from him. It's got to go. You're going to be my son. I, You know? And I think right. that's just that's just a really interesting way to depict the creation of Pinocchio. He was made out of grief. He was made out of sadness versus, like, kind of the want of a son. Right. Again, he was, like, angry. He, he was drunk. He woke yeah. up and forgot what he did. Right. No, it was per like, I mean, that kind of goes into the uh, actual design of Pinocchio, like in this movie. I think this the, this is the superior design because he looks like a puppet, like a makeshift puppet. And I was wondering, you know, why is this version actually look like wood? You know what I mean? Like he looks he looks very um, what's the word? Uh, you know how like puppets look like uh, like him in pristine like, like, like real puppets real actual yeah, like puppets he's got some shine to him on the wood and right whatnot. this yeah. one 
obviously like right next to me i mean it's it's what it, it's like uh just straight up wood yeah you know carvings here and there but it, it's very it's very makeshift it looks like he did it in a day yeah very last minute like uh right yeah like and, there's no finer details here and i was wondering because i really like this design of pinocchio in, in the trailers and i was like so so what's why did he design him like that is there a reason is there like a like a story reason why he didn't like add like the clothes and the you know the disney stuff the hair the hat why is that not on this on this pinocchio but then we get into the grief-stricken geppetto and him getting drunk that one night and just out of pure misery and grief just slap dashing uh a puppet boy and I'm like, oh my God, it makes sense. It makes sense why he looks like this. Yeah, it's still, it, th this is peak. This is peak Pinocchio. I, you can't top this. You can't I'm, top this. I, I am fine with this. I am fine <laughs> with this depiction. Yeah, it, it works. And then uh, I guess uh, another beauty point, you know, like Sebastian the cricket makes home in the pine. And then, you right. know, Geppetto cuts it down. And he's like, oh, this is still my home. So he's like, you know, now emotionally attached to this piece of wood. And he's not leaving it. Kind of cool symbolically, you know. And right. it serves as his home still. Um, but yeah, then, you know, Geppetto, he passes out. Uh, I don't even think he was like really done, to be honest. Uh, he just Yeah, he said he would finish him in the morning. Uh, right. When he was leaving. Yeah. He he didn't even make it upstairs. He didn't make it to the nope. bed. <laughs> Not at all. Again, some really good, I think, imagery here. Like, this is such a dark depiction right off rip. It, um, is, it is. And then again, as we said, there's the classic horror elements. The the blue fairy shows up. And she ain't this like blonde hair, blue eyed, you know. Hey. No, she's like this creature. A demon. Almost. <laughs> and, you know, I get it. Uh, the cricket was scared. I was a little scared, too. I'm like, I don't know if I want this thing blessing my wooden puppet to come to life. Uh, it's like demon spawn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like. But really cool design. Uh, really good design. Really good design. There, there's not a single miss in this movie when it comes to design. Like, not a single one. I can't. I I can't show it to you. No, I I, I can't think of it either. Um. So yeah, um, you know, um, it's classic. Gives the puppet life. Um, she she she's pitying Geppetto. She's like, bring this man joy for the rest of his days, because, I mean, he is not deserving of the sadness that was bestowed upon him and again a, a different kind of layer versus i i is i guess you know we're going to be comparing it kind of the whole time to what we know which is like the disney yeah one. yeah you have to right but it's like yeah it's like uh Geppetto's always been old his days are limited um it's like live them out live out your days not in sadness uh so just yeah, just a really cool kind of motivation for Pinocchio, uh, and then yeah, here now Jim uh, Sebastian's like promise of wishing too. Uh, Pinocchio's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Um, classic Pinocchio fashion. Uh, 
He's live. He don't know what to do with himself. Geppetto's like, what the, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this demon spawn. It is his devil. It is it's very demonic. Oh, I, like, I, I love this. I love this. Oh, this was great. This is great. Uh, the song he's singing is really sweet in nature. But if you actually listen to like the musical chords of it, it's like kind of horror-esque. It's like, and he's causing chaos. Right. Um, he's like sl breaking glass and getting hammers and breaking tables. <laughs> he's. I, yeah. oh God, I was just listening to the song. I can't remember now. Uh, but he's like, uh, what is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Call it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like it's like I I don't know I felt scared watching this scene I was like never have I felt like scared for a boy to learn new things and maybe it's and maybe that's kind of layered it was like one it's scared because oh, that it, like parenthood 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 yeah Ooh, yeah onion. I, I like the onion yeah that's a that's a that's an onion right there uh but then also too it's like a wooden puppet come to life who's claiming to be your son uh. Probably not good for Geppetto's mental state. Definitely not. I mean, he he is like terrified as the yeah. what's going on. And again, that has I like. Um, we mentioned it earlier. We mentioned the war backdrop. There's also a religious backdrop that yes. I think really sells this movie for like what it's going for. I like the religion in it because typically when it comes to just portraying like christianity on on this on this scale usually like in, in modern in modern cinema they usually like detract from that you know they'll try to be ambiguous about it or they just won't have it at all i like it in the context of this movie because because of its existence you know that geppetto is a, a catholic christian whatever he believes in jesus and god and all that stuff so naturally him seeing something like Pinocchio, you understand where his fear is coming from because my God, that's a demon spawn. What the hell is that? That's not, that wasn't in the scripture. <laughs> and where's I, the first place Geppetto goes after this? Yeah, to, to cleanse his sins. He's like, I'm going to church. I'm going go. to church. <laughs> you stay here. I love. I just love that because it's it's built up for comedy, but it also makes sense in the mythos. It, it, it was just good. It was good. I, I I like I like that it exists here. Oh no! I mean, it only gets worse too when Pinocchio disobeys and goes to church. You must obey, Pinocchio. What's obey? obey? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they could have really made that into like a horror thing, like obey. There again, they, uh, that delivery, as you said, I think you they were going for a horror aspect. Like, again, you tell your layered, you tell your child to do one thing, they do the complete opposite. Now they're in danger. Uh, also, here's a boy who just came alive. What's he gonna do now that he knows the definition of obey? You know, <laughs> is he gonna go tell, obey me? Okay, demon spawn, I will obey. It's like. It's I, I I described it as chaotic fun. It is chaotic the chaotic fun. yeah is yeah. the chaotic innocence of a child. I think perfectly replicated in this wooden puppet. But yeah, all the people at church are like demon, 
Damon Geppetto, what'd you do? Yeah, they they I thought they would have done a lot worse uh, once they saw the you know the demon spawn of Pinocchio. Um, oh, I was ready. Yeah, they, they they did shout, you know, kill it, burn it, whatever. I I thought they were gonna take more action, like someone grab him and bring him outside right now and light the fire. <laughs> but no, no, I mean they they were. For, for fanatics at the time, like, you know, this is like the early 1900s, I thought they would have done a lot worse than how they reacted. They did react the way I expected them to. I just thought their action would have been like, yo, we're grabbing the boy, Pinocchio. We're also grabbing Geppetto because he spawned this and we're yeah. burning them at the stakes. <laughs> like, I right now. I would not have been surprised if it went that route. Uh, it just, yeah, it seemed like that's what they were going for. But uh, I guess they were more level-headed. Um, whatever. They let Geppetto handle it. Not really, though, because they do show up later at the house. Um, oh, but real quick, um, his nose grows for the first time here. In the uh, in the church or in the... In the church. In the church, okay. In the church. And watching pin this Pinocchio's nose grow, that looked painful. Like, like how jagged it grows, like an actual branch. And it, and it comes out like, you know, so rough, you know, it's it's not like, woo, right. You know, it's <laughs> like bones crunching. Right. Um, I just think it's a detail worth noting just because like, and it comes out like, yeah, like a jagged branch. And it's like, lies hurt. Lies should be painful. If you tell a lie. Be ready to take on the pain of that lie or whatever right. pain it may cause. Maybe I'm stretching. Like no, I mean, lies can be ugly, too. You know, that Ooh. was, yeah, that was probably like, you know, he is very makeshift in nature. I mean, for God's sake, he has like a bunch of nails in his back. But he does. Uh, for the most part, all parts of his body look normal, like they look presentable. He has fingers, he has hands. He has normal looking feet, a body, makeshift hair from the stump in his back. I, I I guess that's makeshift hair, the nose. But once he starts lying, that's where the ugliness of like uh, the tree element starts coming out. It looks jagged. It, it, it starts growing huge and grotesque. So uh, maybe maybe there's something there for um, the the layers of how lies can be perceived, perhaps. They're as big as... Uh, noticeable when you lie there is notable noticeable as the nose on your face so says Geppetto um, I like I like that it's very interesting uh, versus again the simplicity of just grow straight out um, no I think they should be painful um, so yeah they go back to the house he's trying to teach him everything uh, the, like I said they come over um, the the priest uh and this guy uh the 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 fascist father yes we and i mean i'm surprised at how like nonchalantly they say like yeah we are fascists also also he's like he does the symbol and the he priest does the is salute like, the salute yeah and the priest is like let me do it too uh <laughs> they all i think geppetto does it too uh yeah he, yeah, he does it oh god it was like Oh man, okay. Uh, what are we doing with this? What are we doing with this fascist depiction? I mean, it was true for the time period, right? Right. But it's like, 
I don't, I don't, I don't know why this is here, but I'll, I'll give it a chance. Um, it, it's the backdrop. It it's part of the backdrop. Yeah, which works. But I was like, I don't know. Maybe they could have done without. Maybe the war could have been enough. But if you're gonna straight up depict fascist people, then like you're gonna do something with it. Obviously, it comes up much later on. That's where I think it works the best. Um, I'll get there. Um, yes. So what? I don't even know what they're here for. Um, are they here to what? Say you got to get Pinocchio under control. He got to go to school. He's got to learn. Yeah, try to make him a functioning member of society. Oh, uh, I think they might have called it a fast a fascist youth. He needs to be a prime fascist youth right just like the uh i got i don't remember the title of the guy but like his son he has a son as well the um oh candlewick 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 um bit of a mischievous boy you know tricking pinocchio into putting his feet in the fire to get warm uh hella messed up but uh it's very much kids will be kids <laughs> i guess i guess um and but yeah, go. There's ahead. there well, there's layers here with Candlewick. I like the character Candlewick. Pay attention to how many of these younger people are trying to get the acceptance of their fathers. Mm. Mm. Because they are not being the boy that their father wants them to be. Mm. The young youth. Ooh. And there's one more character who fits this too. A it's not a stretch. It's not a child, actually. Not a, oh, I know. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. I'm sure you do. Does it sure start you. with an S? Yes. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, man. I, another layer. It's layer. Another layer. Another um, layer. Well, yeah, you know, I think uh, from here, you know, now we get what's going to play out kind of like typical Pinocchio. Uh, he's got to go to school. Uh, he's got to learn. I think what's also really done well is like, you know, he's voiced by so uh Carlo and Pinocchio are voiced by the same voice actor. Uh okay. his name's Gregory Gregory Mann. Um you see, I feel you see inklings uh, or like parts of Carlo come out in Pinocchio. And yeah, you see Geppetto warm start warming up to Pinocchio. And he was like, you know, reluctant and scared at first. And then he starts like doing his father thing, you know? He's like tucking him in. He's like saying goodnight. Uh, but he doesn't say goodnight, my son. He says goodnight, Pinocchio. He he almost Versus, does. He almost he does. He almost does. He almost does, yeah. I like that. Uh it's a nice detail. Well, I, hold, I guess hold up real quick. Finn sure. Wolfhard was in this? Is he's he, Candlewick. He's Candlewick, of he's course. He's Candlewick. Wow. Of yeah. Stranger Things fame. Insane. You know Netflix loves their people. Oh, yeah. Interchange them between projects. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Right, right. Uh, puts on an accent here, Finn Wolfhard. Oh, yeah, he oh, does. Uh, I, you know I, who the dad is? Uh, Candlewick's dad? I... I, the voice sounded familiar, but I literally, you know who I was? Oh my God. I, I kept hearing his voice and I kept thinking he was another voice actor, but like, I, I'm like, he no. He's a voice actor. I, it doesn't sound, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, 
Oh my god. Ah, uh, I don't know their names, but I. Oh, know. I had to look it up. I had to look it up. Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. But he's also, it. he's a voice actor, he's an actor, and he's one of Guillermo del Toro's like, uh, reoccurring like people. He uses him all the time. Just who? Who was it? It's Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Okay. Okay. I wasn't thinking Ron Perlman. I wasn't thinking, thinking Ron Perlman either. I, I, I was, was thinking a be... couple other people. I'm like, is that is that him? But then I would listen to him more. I'm like, it does sounds like that guy, but it, I don't think it is. Ron Perlman. Listen, I'll take Ron I, I, I never Perlman. Guessed it. I'll take Ron Perlman. I love Ron Perlman. Oh yeah, he's he's great. He's great. Ron Perlman. Yeah, he is used interchangeably in, in Guillermo del Toro movies. He's freaking Hellboy. Uh, shows up randomly in a Pacific Rim. I think that's enough. Uh, nice. But voice acting wise, you know, he's who is Slade. Oh Slade. my God, that's yes. Him? Oh my oh God, my yes. God. No Jesus. way. Yes. Destroy oh. the Teen Titans. Oh man. Hello, I Robin. got a question life. Holy. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. No. Oh, we're just geeking out for Ron Perlman for a quick bit on this Pinocchio podcast. I feel uh, like you have to. That You know what? I was probably hearing Slade that whole time. Maybe that's what it was. I'm like, yo, where have I heard this before? There you go. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm speechless. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's, uh, he's great. He's great. He does great here as a fascist leader trying to conscript these children. More I, on that later. Oh, man. Amazing. You good? You good? I'm still breathing. I'm still breathing. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's good stuff. I'm the, this this cast is really good. This cast is really the good. The, uh, yeah, the cast is really good. Um, I, 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 I don't blame... Um, Guillermo for waiting as long as he did. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, to get this across. You know, the cast is probably one of the first things they do. You know, right, right. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah, crazy, crazy enough. They gotta get the script and the screenplay down, go record, and then animate this stuff to match what they gotta say. It, it's true. It's true. Very, very interesting process. Um, here we get into the next leg of the film. Um. Uh, Pinocchio, you know, doesn't go to school. Uh, he gets stopped by La Volpe. La Volpe. Uh, so who's right. this? Is all right. Okay, okay. Do you, do you remember what La Volpe means? Do I remember what it means? Assassin's Creed Two, man. All I remember was <laughs> Requiem in Pace. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me. You don't remember the dude La Volpe that helped him? Who was like a member of the assassins? Okay, the, the name rings a bell a little bit. La Volpe means fox. Oh, okay, okay. So, do you remember the fox in the original who told Pinocchio not to go to school? Actually, no. In, 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 he was in the Disney movie too. Yes, his name. I think his name is Honest John. Uh, and so his like whole shtick is he's supposed to convince kids to skip school and come, uh, like do shit um and there's a cat too uh okay yeah. i don't remember it from the disney movie although now it makes sense as to how he's designed the way that he oh, okay no 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 i i do i do remember this i do remember this fox character 
yeah. do remember him. He looked evil as hell. Oh, yeah. 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 Conniving, sly. Yeah, for sure. Now I know why Volpe was designed the way that he is. You know, with the hair, like fox the hair. ears, the very nose. Very much. Mm-hmm. Very stout. Okay. Yeah. All right. It makes so, sense. So, cool, cool. You know, they said, you know, fairy, uh, a blue fairy, that's as mythical and, like, uh, otherworldly as we're going to get. We can't have a talking fox come poach kids to, you know, go do shit. Join Let's just make it a man. Uh <laughs> Um, so it's uh, Christoph Waltz um, loves playing. They, someone joked and said Christoph Waltz loves playing fascist uh, leaders. Um, actually, it might have been Dr. Rika on their podcast. I don't remember. Christoph Waltz, um, wow. Yeah, Christoph Waltz does a pretty good job uh, here. He definitely sucks. I don't think he ever plays characters that are cool or like great, except for like in Django Unchained. Um, oh yeah, that's right. He was actually a good guy in that one. Yes, he was the good guy in that one, right? But uh, yeah, here he is uh, manipulating Pinocchio. I'm doing shows for me, little puppet. Um, we'll make lots of money. And what Pinocchio does like one show, and then uh, do I have to skip school? No, you'll come back uh later. You'll be fine. Are you sure? It's pretty good. It's pretty good Pinocchio. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I give you props. Ooh, don't get me started. Uh but yeah, then uh So this happens. Pinocchio's uh, you know, he wants to do good, and then this dude's out here, you know, being the devil on his shoulder. Uh and what happens? I think Pinocchio. And Geppetto have a falling out. Uh, yeah, it was a really good one. Well, I mean, he, because I think he puts on that show uh, for yeah. the kids, right? Like, like he's he's the the stringless puppet. Yes. Um. So that's what allows him to bring in all the money for Volpe. And uh, that's when Geppetto's able to find him because uh, I'm just going to call him the commander. I don't remember his actual name, but the fascist commander he informs Geppetto that, hey, by the way, your delinquent son was not at school. <laughs> so your I don't know where son he is. wasn't learning fascism uh, today. <laughs> he wasn't there for uh, uh, fascist 101 in third period. So uh, get him straight, man, or or we're going to straighten him out for you. <laughs> You're uh, failing again, Geppetto. Let's go. Right, exactly. So... That's when Geppetto yeah, eventually, you know, picks up the clues. He gave him that book. That book's important. That book. Oh, that was Carlo's book. That was Carlo's book. That was Carlo's book. He gave it to him so that he could learn in school. And unbeknownst to Pinocchio, it was being used uh, to try and squish Sebastian. That kept trying to be the voice of reason the entire yes. time. Who kept wanting to sing his song. Uh, oh, my God. He had some of the best comedy bits. He in, did. He did in the entire movie. I loved whenever because you know there's musical numbers. We we haven't talked about it too much, but there are musical numbers in the movie that I really liked, and it, I just found it funny where there's a set amount of time in between the musical numbers. Like you know when the next one is gonna happen. You're like, oh, okay, it's been about 15, 20 ish minutes. 
we're we're probably gonna get a musical number here. Usually when uh Sebastian would come on, it would be when that time frame is about up. So you're like, oh well, here's the musical number. And something would happen to him, like the door would slam in his face or or someone would try and squish him with the book. I don't know. It it was just perfect. It was it was just perfect comedic timing on Sebastian. I thought it was hilarious. No, it it was. It was uh you and McGregor. Um Obi Wan. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Wow, he voiced wow, he voiced Sebastian. That, that's Sebastian. He's got pipes. Uh he did Lumiere. Pipes. Uh and of oh, you know, Moulin Rouge, if you ever watched that I have as not. well. Oh, that's a that's a deep cut for Ewan McGregor. Uh I think it came out the same year as Attack of the Clones, so Ooh, uh, damn. Yeah, what you know uh well, you know which one got more attention for him. Uh, oh, clearly, right? Yeah, r- right. Um, you know, great bits with Sebastian for sure. Um, Geppetto calls Pinocchio a burden. Pinocchio right. doesn't want to be a burden. Um, you know, he wants love. He wants unconditional love as a son. He's a burden. Geppetto's got to get back to work. Pinocchio says, I'm going to go off and make more money. I ain't going to go to school. I'm going to make money for my papa. Well, hold and on. The death. Pinocchio died here. Right. How did he die? He oh, dies he, a couple of times throughout the film. This is the, this is the first instant where, where he dies. Did he get shot? No, he, you know, he gets run over. He gets run over. He gets run over. Yeah, uh, there he's struggle. It's Volpe and um, Geppetto fighting over Pinocchio, like oh, they're okay. pulling him, and then he ends up falling in the middle of the road, and the the, the commander's truck is coming by and just runs over him, like obliterates Oof. him into pieces. Um, so you think Pretty like, grand. oh wow, he's he's dead. R.I.P. <laughs> Pinocchio. Um, but he is. He he did die. He did. He um, died. And uh, you get sent to this like underworld. This this underworld segment is really cool. It's like these the, are, they, yeah. The 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 rabbits, the 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 skeleton rabbits that like carry the coffin, and they're doing the little dance number, their sing number as they're bringing you down to like wherever that is. Uh, it's not hell, but you uh, know, the afterlife, uh, force hell. Uh, yeah, uh, mythical hell for mythical creatures. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what you call it. Right, right. Um, but Pinocchio breaks out of his coffin, you know, superhero style, and he's like, "I can't die." <laughs> so <laughs> he needs an explanation. Like, oh, how is he alive? He, he's clearly dead, but he's not—he's not staying in his coffin. And that's when he gets summoned in front of um, the boss. I don't know if she has a name. The rabbits call her the boss. She is the twin to. The blue fairy the that blue gave fairy. him life. Okay. Uh, the, okay. the chimera. Right. Right. The chimera. Um, right. Who I guess rules over souls that, you know, pass over to the afterlife. And she basically explains to Pinocchio, you know, you were never meant to be something with life. Therefore, you you can't have life taken from you. You can't take life from that which does not have one. So that was the whole point of him being able to die multiple times. And uh, the twin, the the chimera basically tells him, you could die as many times as you want. 
uh, each time you're going to have to wait in this area, in this afterlife, longer than the last time. But you can keep dying and you'll keep coming back. There's no, there, there's no strings attached. Ooh. No strings attached. Ooh. Good one. Good one. Um, uh, so, yeah, you know, Pinocchio realizes he's an immortal god. And is like, <laughs> all right. I can't hey, die. So look at that. What a, what a, I guess, like, uh, Pinocchio's the, always been immortal technically like that technically it's never been acknowledged you know, but it's never been acknowledged like he's made of wood he can't right. die if a bullet shoots him he's not flesh and blood right so i think it's it's a very you know if if guillermo del toro wanted to explore you know maybe he had the idea like you know what if a father got another chance with his son you right. know and it's like well the story of pinocchio fits that perfectly because here is a boy who's essentially immortal, you know? Right, right. And it plays with the themes of immortality and mortality. Almost like another animated film that came out last year. Uh, Wendell and Wild? No, another film that deals with mortality and appreciating your life. Oh, Puss in Boots. Yes. Ah, very true. Very true. The superior film, but we'll, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Not to worry. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, look, can I just say real quick too? Um, the imagery with this uh, hell. Oh, this in the good. chimera. This is perfect. Oh my god, really cool. Uh, this is Del Toro at his finest. This is Pan's. This is giving Pan's Labyrinth. This is giving. Anything you could ask for, Del Toro. Like this, this right. was really visually a lot of great visuals in this film. Um, so yeah, I think really well done. Really liked that. Um, but yes, Pinocchio died, and now it's like he comes back, and everybody wants Pinocchio. Uh, and it's like literally. The, what the fascists do it's like you can't die you'd be perfect you'd be uh, the perfect soldier right country die for your country and then you know uh the Volpe you know you're gonna make us millions come on uh everybody loves you at my show and then Geppetto trying to be a father you know right he's being pulled in three different directions one to serve the country that he lives in uh, the other to, I guess, fill your pockets, you know, live a life of luxury, well, supposed life of luxury, you know, he's not really getting anything out of it. And then the other one's just being a good boy, not being a burden to, to Geppetto. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, Pinocchio gets swayed into, uh, working with Volpe more other than, than the other characters. I think, um... They get into a fight. I'm trying to remember exactly when it happened. And I literally just watched the movie. No, no, um, it's like it's like right here. So you you know, Geppetto okay. and uh uh Geppetto says he owes the fascist dude like a fortune. Uh, right. For never oh, having oh. he he comes back to life. He's in the hospital room. He's in the yes. hospital room and they're <laughs> I like the doctor that's checking his pulse. He's like, he's rigid. He's he's gone. <laughs> like, yeah, he's made of wood. <laughs> 
I thought that was perfect. But yes, yes, that that's when that's when the fighting starts because then Pinocchio comes back to life on on the table and now it's like, "Oh, well, Volpe, he signed the contract with Volpe. That's just a, a smiley face." It's his signature. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Oh my goodness. Yes. That was perfect. But uh, this, this is also the point where he's like, "Why can't you be more like Carlo?" Right. And the final the, the the real elephant in the room because he Geppetto for now, he just wanted a replacement for Carlo. Or he wanted Carlo specifically. He wanted whatever this boy was going to be. He didn't want Pinocchio. He didn't want Pinocchio. He wanted to raise that carbon copy of Carlo to replace what he had lost before. Um and and, and you see it the entire time even before this scene like he even when he's giving him the book, he keeps mentioning Carlo, saying, like, yes, Carlo was a good boy. This was Carlo's book. Like, he's 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 doing these little things where you know he's trying to unconsciously tell Pinocchio, you should be like Carlo. I'm just saying, Carlo went to school. He was a good boy. He read this book that I got him. Here, take it. You know, you can tell. And then finally, he just explodes in this scene. And he's like, why can't you be like Carlo? <laughs> and uh, Pinocchio ain't having it. He he, he kind of stands up in a way. He's like, I, I, what does he say exactly? He's like, uh, because I'm not Carlo. Right? <laughs> something along those yeah, lines? Um, yeah, no, something, something along those lines. Uh, and he called, and Geppetto calls him a burden. You know? Yes. Yeah. And his, and, but yeah, Pinocchio was like, I don't want to be Carlo, you know? Uh, and rightfully so, you know, he's he is his own person. Uh, and like we said earlier, Geppetto won't let go. Geppetto won't move on. You know, Geppetto can't see that there is a boy in front of him trying to make happy. He's trying to hang on to Carlo still. Right. And it's tainting on. this relationship. And yes, and at this point, Pinocchio says, I'm going to join La Volpe. I'm going to make money for Geppetto, not be a burden, be better than Carlo. And Papa will forever love me. Right, right. Uh, Sebastian tries to say no, but like you said, the smiley face. He also puts him under the cup. Right. And he's off. Off to go... Make millions of fans over fascist Italy doing propaganda. Yep, doing like, musical numbers for the Italian, uh, the Italian government. It's it's funny. It's funny. It's 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 good stuff. R very much reminds me of Captain America on his. Uh, oh, the, the war stint. bonds. Yeah, yeah, the war bonds. <laughs> very yep. similar to that. Um, very, very they were similar. both puppets. They were both puppets at the time. They were. Um, all the while, there's a rivalry growing between Pinocchio and Spazzatura. Spazzatura. The monkey. The monkey. Uh, and again, I think it's a recurring theme with this whole expectations of fathers on their children. Spazzatura is now second fiddle to Pinocchio. Uh, no longer, you know, the star of the show. Um and if something goes wrong, Spazzatura gets the blunt end of it. And right. You know, it's interesting, you know, it's like 
the whole idea is Pinocchio has to learn to be a good boy and kind of grow up. And it's like he's given these father figures to really kind of guide him. And he sees how La Volpe beats Spazzatura. Boom, boom, like, boom, 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 boom. Right. It's a monkey, man. It probably makes you wonder if he's the one that gave him that that missing eye, the missing eye that he has. Oh, right. Yeah. Most he's, likely. He's very cruel. Very cruel to Spazzatura. Spazzatura. And very despite sad. all that, he just he still just wants Volpe's approval. He, he he wants to be his number one. He's a victim of abuse. Um, he, he is. He really Again, is. subtle, subtle themes throughout this tale of Pinocchio. And it works still. They become friends. You know, they put the Pinocchio has compassion for this monkey, you know? And again, right. it's like it's very well done because again, they're it's inklings of Carlo, but it's still Pinocchio. You know? Right. Right. So from what? From here, uh, oh my goodness, this was bad too. Uh <laughs> gotta perform for Benito Mussolini. Mussolini. I mean, I'm just this is why I like what they're doing. Like they're not I feel like most other movies would not even dare reference a lot of these characters by name showing like salutes um showing the character period but i think it's good because it it kind of puts you in the shoes of what the time period was like i believe this is you know uh great war era of italy like it i believe it and they're not sugarcoating it they're not censoring it Mussolini appears in in the movie in claymation fashion. In claymation First time, fashion. I, think, I don't know if they ever made a claymation dictator, but here it is. Here it is, and I mean, my God, watch the domino effect from here. <laughs> like, who else are they gonna make in claymation? Uh, but you know, with with Mussolini, I I feel like they did it justice in the way that. He's not doing these like, you know, the, the, these fascist speeches or anything or, you know, these derogatory things. He just says these funny lines like, uh, I like the puppets. I like the puppets. <laughs> and that's all he says. <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> I'm laughing because, again, they're taking like probably one of the world's primos leaders and, uh, you know, fascism and one of the Axis power leaders. Yeah, and they're making and they, a mockery. They're making a mockery out of him. They diminish him to I like puppets. <laughs> I like as a puppets. And then and, and then, you know, they do the they do the poop puppet uh show. The poop puppet show, yeah. And he's like, I don't like this. I don't like this. Shoot the puppet. <laughs> Shoot the puppet. puppet. <laughs> that simple. That simple. I just uh, I, that's all you needed to do for him. And it was genius. It, it was genius. I love it. He did not overstay his welcome. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, but and they, do they shoot, shoot him. him. They, they yeah. shoot him. Yeah. They, Pinocchio dies <laughs> again. What you, you know, and again, fascism. The dictator says to shoot, you no shoot. Questions. No You're questions. dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like a joke because it's Pinocchio and we know he's not going to die. It was like he could have said that about anybody. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, you know, Mussolini doesn't know that Pinocchio's immortal. He no. just says like, "I don't like this puppet." Shoots a puppet, 
Well, you're bad mouthing me. You're bad. Yeah, you you talking about poop and caca, and you're singing about it and you're mocking. I I I wasted my time coming here, is what Mussolini is saying. Um, this was the performance of a lifetime, according to Volpe. Um, but yeah, no, he shoots him. He goes to the underworld and then he visits, you know, the Chimera again, and th that's where he has more time to really discuss with the Chimera. Like, okay. I, I'm immortal, but like, is that a good thing? Is that is that something that I should strive for? Right? He has this conversation here during the second death. Uh, yeah, I think so, and I think uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's layered, layered, you know. Wow. As we said earlier, you know, the whole world moved on. Geppetto wouldn't. Pinocchio's immortal. The whole world's going to move on, but he won't. He's always going to be immortal. He's a wooden puppet. So she does mention, you know, you will watch your loved ones die. It's it's inevitable, you know. But then she kind of puts in perspective, you know. All right, do you want to spend those moments with them? You know? Or are you okay kind of living this life where you're going to watch everybody you love die? And... Oh, it's deep, man. It's deep. it's deep. I loved it. It it tackled the elephant in the room of, yeah, Pinocchio's a wooden puppet. He's immortal. Let's address this. Let's address this because it's even in the Disney film, you know, if you want to be cynical and not just leave it at happily, oh, Pinocchio became, well, I guess he became a real boy at the end. So he did he, become a real boy. He yeah. aged, but th there was always that assumption of like, what if he remained a puppet? You know, he was going to stay a wooden puppet, never age. And he was going to watch Geppetto die, like, in the original. So, in here, because he he does not become, like, flesh and blood, in a way, uh, he is going to be immortal. He is going to be omnipotent, <laughs> in a way. He cannot age unless you actually, like, you know, harm him. Like, you know, shoot him or drown him, whatever. But in terms of, like, he, he, he has eternal youth. Eternal yeah. youth. He cannot die from anything outside of that. Um, so yeah, I, I think this time, you know, yeah, she sends him back and he wakes up. Where does he wake up again? He wakes up on like a, like a pyre, right? I think he's going to get burned or no, 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 no. He's, he's on the truck, the truck, right. To the, the, the fascist youth Academy. Okay. So now here's where I think this film really works in terms of playing to the Pin Pinocchio mythos. And then, like, this vision Guillermo del Toro has. Um, so do you remember the original Pinocchio uh, with regards to um, Pleasure Island? Kind of. Isn't it? Does Pinocchio get drunk over there? Yeah, no. yeah. They give the... Okay, so, like, the idea is these, these, this coachman picks up the kids, takes them to this island. They get all the sweets they want. They can smoke. They can drink, yes, and they get they can get drunk and stuff, and okay. then they turn into donkeys. Oh, that was the donkey subplot in yes. Pinocchio. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, and and then what? I guess he puts the donkeys to work, uh, slave labor. Right, you know, they're they're mules of labor or burdens, a uh, beast of burden. There it is, beast, beast of, of burden. burden. That make you're they, right, right. So this was the substitute. For, this is a substitute. 
because you know they're they're in a conscription camp uh and they're becoming mules of war ooh. they're becoming ooh. serves that war backdrop that we got established very early on exactly so instead of turning into donkeys they're becoming beasts of burden carrying out this fascist war Right. And it's kids at that, too. They still kept the element of the kids being there as well, which made it right. you know, hit a little bit more. And it's it's a, it's it was a thing. Um, yeah. Did you, did, you ever, did you ever see Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, I saw Jojo. I love Jojo Rabbit. That was a thing. Yeah. That little Nazi youth group. Yep. Yeah. It's it crazy. Was. Yeah. Pre prep preparing them and brainwashing them. Uh this really works for me here. I was like, wow. They really thought this out. They they yeah, they did. They did. I I got to give <clears throat> I got to give them their flowers for it. Uh I definitely like this scene uh or I I I guess this segment where you meet Candlewick again and yes. Pinocchio's bonding with him like as a friend. Like that this is probably like the first friend character that he's had in the well Outside of, uh, I, I wouldn't call him a friend, uh, Sebastian Cricket. He's more like a, he's, he's a his conscious, his conscious, his conscious. This is like right. an actual boy friend, <laughs> boy, his actual friend <laughs> that happens to be male, uh, that he's making, that he's making like, like, like his first actual friendly relationship with someone else. That's like roughly his age. Right. Um, and they're basically on two opposing sides, you know, Pinocchio's trying to seek the the approval of his father. Candlewick's trying to seek the approval of his as well. But for for Candlewick's father, he has to go through war to get that approval. And it's something where Candlewick's dad is basically saying, uh, you know, the, the most honorable thing you can do, uh, the most valiant thing you can do for me to be proud as a father is to serve your country and literally die for your country that is all you can do to make me proud and it's like jesus man he is a little kid right oh god but it, this this was happening back then this is a real thing um, yes as you said i think you said it with uh like the salutes i think you said it with the salutes mm. he, he is not shying up like he's not shying away from what actually transpired you right. know Yes, there's this magical wooden puppet, but there's also these kids who are being told to die for their country or don't or don't or like there's nothing greater you can do. Right. Like it's truism. It's truth. This happened. I mean, maybe there was a magical puppet there. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> based on a true stuff, based on true events. Maybe, maybe. But it's like, yeah, he wants. He wants to love. He wants his dad's love. You know, Spazatura wanted his dad's love. But Nokio wants Chapetto's love. These they're all seeking love of their fathers who don't necessarily they're all different. They're all as you said, La Volpe walks this line of greed. Chapetto walks this line of grief. And this dude walks this line of pride. Oh, I yeah. thought we were going to get triple G's. Oh, I know. I was like, ah, is there another G? Uh, maybe, maybe it'll come I, up I, later. Maybe, it'll maybe, come up later. maybe, maybe. Yeah. 
but yeah it's good it's it's really well done here it uh, is really well done um you even have that little exercise where like the kids are performing that little war the like war capture the flag a right. little bit uh where, where they have to raise their banners and you know defeat the other team um and, and, and you get that 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 dark moment where like you know uh um pinocchio and um candlewick they're kids they're they're gonna be like messing around so they raise both their flags and it's that trek to his dad where they're like look father we both won and you see him there like cross-legged and i'm like yo i know what he's gonna tell them oh yeah uh he's like 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 it's just the build-up he's like why are both of you here <laughs> he said because we both won father <laughs> And how did you come to that agreement? <laughs> it was a tie. Oh, really? Candlewick shoots a puppet. <laughs> he puts a pistol on the floor, on the literally, table. Literally. Father. As if this, <laughs> this, this is, is a, a real gun. gun. <laughs> I know. Shoot him. I'm like, wow. Just wow. And thankfully there's a little bit of chaos going on because i think they start getting attacked but yeah they uh, start getting bombed yeah yeah but even even in the midst of all this his dad's like my son shoots a puppet like quickly we're being attacked and i think candlewick stands up to him he's like dad no i'm not I'm not doing that like no man and i thought you know a, a disney moment was gonna happen where like after this big speech from candlewick his father's gonna be like oh my son, I, I'm so sorry. I, I put you through that. You, you've opened my eyes. This badge means nothing to me. This uniform means nothing. Quickly, we must run away from this country of fascism. None of that happens. He picks up his son, one-handed. I thought he was gonna shoot him. Oh, <laughs> you are no yeah. son of mine. And he throws him into the pit. I. I, literally, if Pinocchio was not there, I, I think he was going to shoot him. I think he was um, going to shoot him. Yeah, there's a high chance. High probability. I'm there at 95%. I'm there at 95 He was going um, to. Yeah, no. Um, it does not get the Disney moment. Um, and again, the more I think about it, I think about, you know, Geppetto let the grief get the best of him. This dude let pride for his country get the best of him and it's like uh greed lavope let greed get the best of him here you have these innocent characters trying to bring them back you know trying to show them there's more to life than what you've been told and what you've been brainwashed to believe but they're too far gone you're too far gone right. except for except for geppetto he is not too far gone but it's he like I mean, again, like kind of real instances of, you know, uh, just the real world. Like there were people dead set on fascism, ready to die and serve and do whatever the hell. You know? Yeah. One little Disney speech from from a child is not going to change them overnight. It was a good speech, too. It was a good speech. Like, you know, Candlewick, you know, he 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 stood up. <laughs> he, he stood up and showed up. Um, right. But of course, you know, his dad is like his dad is like way too far gone in that uh and that servitude to country. Uh but you know, Pinocchio shoots him in the face with a, a paintball. 
and he gets like trapped in like the netting on like one of the 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 climbable nets in the the course yes and i think he dies uh <laughs> right pinocchio killed him no pinocchio doesn't kill them indirect he the indirectly bomb, killed them the bomb drops right on him and why did it drop on him uh because because he was trapped, trapped. in the netting oh so you're blaming pinocchio that I'm not blaming Pinocchio. I'm just, I'm pointing fingers where it needs to be pointed. Pinocchio killed a man. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, casualty uh, award happens. Imagine this. Know. If Pinocchio didn't shoot him, was the dad surviving this? I mean, who cares? It's what the dad wanted, right? Die for your country. Oh, he. I guess he did die for his country. Oh, the irony. Mm. He did die mm, for his country. Irony. Right, the irony. Look at right. that. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Okay. So, you can't really complain, no. Somehow the son survives, even though he was like right next to him. Yeah, and... Candlewick survives. Pinocchio gets just jettisoned out of the <laughs> like like a Looney Tune character. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't you were grounded in realism until this point. What happened? I, I thought it was funny how you see Pinocchio rise up out of the clouds. Ridiculous. Uh but um here he wakes up on the pyre. Right. This is probably where it kind of pulled me out just very, very briefly. Cause I'm like, how did, um, how did Volpe find him? Like where he was at? Like for me, that, that, that Looney Tune moment where he's jettisoned, it was for the sole purpose of Volpe finding him in this exact spot so that he can have his moment and his scene with the, you know, the, the pyre and him lighting Pinocchio on fire. Because otherwise, if Pinocchio wasn't jettisoned like a cartoon character out of the camp, how was Volpe going to get to him? Y you know I'm what I mean? I'm going to assume, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Volpe was always following them. And... But he finds him in the middle of a bombing raid? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, it, again, yes, it, 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 was it a loses brief points. Moment, right, it was a brief moment where I'm like, how is Volpe here? Was he just waiting for Pinocchio to get jet? What if the bombing never happened? Was Volpe just gonna like sit here and wait on the side of the road for Pinocchio to exit? Like I, I just th this is where they kind of lost it a little bit. They got lost in the sauce with like the the writing. I think. Um, I, I think I think here what you get now they're starting to lean more into the, I don't know. I guess the fantastical element, uh, as far as you know. Now this is feeling like just like Pinocchio because you're as you said he just happens to be there um uh, I think uh they attack him and escape the pyre Spazzatura uh saves them there was build up for Spazzatura um, you know because he uh Pinocchio saved him a couple times that was earned um, yes that yeah, was earned yeah. um I didn't had no problems with Spazzatura um oh my gosh the Volpe falls off the cliff um crunches on that rock see this is where you could do that little thing that you like making fun of javert from uh les mis yeah that was the comedy hit. scene that you were laughing at i like... never laughed at that scene uh but you, i guess you can laugh at this because again it's like <laughs> it's already such a dark depiction and it's like for just just for extra measure let la volpe hit the rocks dead on let that shit hit too 
you know? Right. No, it was it was it was a splatter. It was deserved. It was deserved. He, he, oh, he well deserved. I do not. I Christoph Waltz does a very good job of being unlikable. Right. Didn't like this dude once. Not at all. Spazza Tour, thankfully, just falls into the water. So yes, that's good. That's good. Um, does Pinocchio die again? No, he doesn't die here. Nah, he jumps down, saves him. Saves uh, yeah, jumps down, saves him. Oh, um, oh, they get washed out into the ocean. They get washed out into the ocean. Yes, and again, traditional Pinocchio fashion. Uh, swallowed by the whale. Swallowed by the whale. Who the same whale, by the way, swallowed Geppetto because uh Geppetto was on the look for Pinocchio, went out to sea with this, oh my god, this scene was this scene was hilarious. But it, it, it it's another Sebastian Cricket scene where <laughs> they're on the boat with, with the captain <laughs> and like um uh Sebastian Cricket is getting ready to sing his song of like you know whatever his whimsical nature and you see Monstro coming at them <laughs> and you see the captain just salute and jump into the water <laughs> he's like I told y'all he was out here <laughs> and it, the, oh man it was just it was just so funny it was just so funny I, I wanted I, to point that out because it was just so good it was I good. just pulled it up I just the, the captain said arrivederci <laughs> And again, uh, there might be something deeper here with Monstro. He's like in the middle of like uh, the Gulf of, I don't know, the I don't know, maybe the Gulf of Italy. I don't know the name. Uh, but there's a bunch of like mines there too. Uh, right, right. It's a war zone. It's a war zone. Yeah, it's a war zone. He himself seems like a casualty of, I don't know, pollution. Yeah, uh, he's just, man, that's, a, that's an ugly looking whale. My God. Um, yeah, he he looks. Uh, oh God, yeah, I get. Yes, he is a whale. He has a blowhole. Um, he looks like a monster, monstro. There you go. He's not a monster of a whale. He is a monster whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, not not the Disney whale that we see. Not the Disney whale in Kingdom Hearts. Not at all. No, the one that swallows up your gummy ship. No, not at all. Nope. Because what the fuck is a whale doing? In deep space. How? He's I digress. Here. I digress. Um, I think here, you know, it basically plays out like Pinocchio. Um, still done well, I think, to great effect. Um, but, you know, they escape. Uh, uh, I guess the, the coolest bit of them escaping is Pinocchio drops the mine down his mouth for one last blow. Right. Right. And then um Pinocchio dies again. One after they escape. Time. Yeah. And what the uh, oh yeah, that was it though. That was it. Yeah, that was that was the, the final death. Um, because he was trying to save Geppetto and Spasatura and Sebastian from getting eaten by the whale. And uh, a, a gruesome death with the mind. It, it blows up Monstro completely into pieces. Um, but, you know, they're in the middle of the ocean. And there's they, they, they don't have a boat or anything. So, Sebastian, uh, not, not Sebastian, Geppetto's drowning. And uh, when Pinocchio goes back to the Chimera, um, he's basically saying, like, yo, send me back. I need to go save my, my, my papa. 
And the chimera is basically saying, Pinocchio, you know the rules. You got to wait. You have to see the hourglass. All the signs got to go. And he's like, no, send me back now. <laughs> and she gave her like, hey, if you want, you can you can crack this hourglass open. But if you do, you will no longer be immortal. You will be on your last life. And that's it. Ain't no coming back after this. And he he hesitates a little bit, as, as any child would, because it's like, oh, like do I do I do this? And then bam, he hits it. He cracks yep. open that hourglass, gets sent back, saves Geppetto, but it's a struggle because you know, like <laughs> he's being pushed underwater, like trying to hold Geppetto up, and um, he dies again, for again, the final time, ultimate for sacrifice. The ultimate sacrifice. What uh Geppetto, uh Sebastian and Spasatura wash up on shore and Pinocchio's in his motionless puppet state. He's gone. I, I thought the movie was gonna end here. I thought it was it gonna be like, Wow, what a dark, messed up ending. Like that's that that's hella messed up. You you're gonna leave me as an emotional wreck for the finale? Great. No one gets a happy ending. Um, but the blue fairy comes up, right? She appears yeah. again and Geppetto's begging. He's begging, saying, for the love of God, please, <laughs> demon spawn, <laughs> bring back my Pinocchio, bring back my boy, my son, my son. And blue fairy tells him, I, he, he used his last life to save you. I, she, her hands are tied. She can't bring him back. So this this is also done really well here. She says, real boys don't come back. You know, when they die, right. they die. And that's real. Goodness. That was you know? real. That was real. Because real. I guess, you know, the Disney kind of version makes you think, you know, Pinocchio is going to become flesh and butt, blood and be a real boy. No, Pinocchio became a real boy because he lived for others. The layers you know? on the onion. Perfect. Right. I like that. And it, it, he sacrificed his one life for the ones he loved. And that's pretty real as it gets. It is. And so, um, but there's a loophole. The Blue Fairy did ask, uh, say, Sebastian gets one wish if he serves as the boy's conscience and he becomes good and has a heart. And she honors that. And that's nice. Basically a Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he wishes Pinocchio back to life, and uh, there we go. Our boy's back. He he becomes a real boy for one final time, and this is his last life. Very similar to another cat that got a last life as well recently, uh, last year. Sure, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you would think, and I honestly thought, similar to the Disney movie, it's uh happily ever after from here you know it's like you're you're gonna see geppetto and sebastian like having a picnic with the 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 like the, the the camera slowly panning up into the sunrise and be like i don't know sebastian's like signing off his final chapter in the book and it says finn at the end and it's like uh they lived happily ever after no it it addresses the concern that you have because you're like 
what he's still made of wood what is happily ever after he's gonna watch them die unless he dies from just you know external causes but yeah he's gonna see them die and they address that you know i i i like the narration because it's still jiminy i call him jiminy sebastian is still sebastian talking right and yes. uh you get to where you're seeing you know scenes of like geppetto he's you know working on his 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 craftsmanship with the wood and you you slowly start to see him kind of like with a cane in a wheelchair and then bedridden and pinocchio stayed with him into his old age until he passed and it's like yo that's yeah that was gonna happen <laughs> like no matter what and then oh my god they just keep doing sebastian so dirty <laughs> they said uh what one day uh pinocchio Pinoc found me motionless by the window still. by the window <laughs> i'm like okay the, mind you this man was beaten by every conceivable thing in the entire movie he was stepped on he was uh book uh books were smashed on him i thought he died like multiple deaths in this film um might as well have but uh no he seems to have died of natural causes and at that point i was like what so if he's dead how is he narrating this portion of the story because he's saying pinocchio found me dead on the windowsill and then he kept narrating the story of what happened afterwards so i'm like how is he telling this how like who, who's writing this this is not this is not sebastian um and and <laughs> i i i like this shot um spasatura is the last one to go you see him with his little monkey cane um and you see a shot of uh pinocchio walking to the graves of um of uh goodness of carlo, carlo Petto, Gepetto, and, and then, that's it that's it yeah well the uh, spazatura grave shows up well, well 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 that's what i mean at first it's just the carlo and Gepetto graves yes. and you see uh, uh spazatura slowly walking behind pinocchio but then he starts to fade away and Fades then away. his his gravestone appears oh so then, really well done it was really well done it was really well done. Sebastian's grave is inside of Pinocchio. He he's in a matchbox inside of his. Yes, uh, he's staying with Pinocchio. I love that. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, Pinocchio outlived all of them, and but but the point is the life that he lived. He lived yes. his life as a boy with the ones that he loved, and he went off into the world. It, I think Sebastian said it best. He's like, I have no idea if the world accepted him uh, when he wandered off. Like, for all I know, a bear got him or something as soon as he stepped into the woods. Um, but uh, he said he said he's confident that the world did embrace him back, which is very nice. That it is nice. It is nice. And then we learn, it's of nice. course. You know the reason why he's telling the story this far in is because he's still conscious in the afterlife. He's he's playing cards with the with the, the rabbits. The rabbits, right? right. And, very nice uh, touch. Very very nice touch. I like that. I like that. That's your that's your MCU after credit scene. So stick around. <laughs> don't don't leave as soon as the credits roll. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's the end of Pinocchio. Um. 
fantastic film. What can I yeah. say? Um, this to me is the definitive Pinocchio film, hands down. I will take it. Yeah, honestly. Um, I mean, I, I don't even remember the last one. There's really time not that Disney. much competition, but. Well, uh, I mean, you know, the, the Disney one is a timeless I, classic. Right, right. But, you have the classic uh, badge of the original where people, no matter how old it gets, it's going to be like, oh, but that's the classic. You know, we can't, we can't, uh, th that one will always be the peak version of Pinocchio in fiction that's ever told. To me, this is it. Guillermo del Toro's feel... Pokemon, uh, Pokemon, Pinocchio. <laughs> Can you imagine his take on Pokemon? Oh God, I uh, don't know. Um, but, but no, his, yeah, I, just, I, I feel you get a lot more out of this than the right. Disney one. Right. There, there's a stronger, more mature story about grief, loss, fatherhood, living life to its fullest. Again, another theme taken from uh, another similar film that came out last year. Oh my goodness. Uh, but still, a still, still a very, very strong theme. Is it? it they did it they did it right in this movie. They did it really, really right. Um and yeah, that's uh that that's that's Pinocchio. I guess um what? Final scores, final thoughts. There's elephants in the room that we're gonna address, but I guess let me let me hear the score. What do you what do you give Guillermo del Toro's Pokemon? <laughs> Jesus. Goodness, can you stop? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, his, um, his uh pinocchio oh man i mean i want to say it's so damn near perfect um i would like to give it a 9.5 uh i i think at some points it was as we said like you you talked about you know no again it is fantastical it is a fantastical film um i think some of the lavolpe bits dragged on a bit maybe for me just mm -hmm. a bit um but no everything else from me for for me works uh, as we discussed i think it's very layered uh i think it's well executed and then you know thematically speaking i think all the themes hit and you know the more we talk about talking about you know pinocchio is the perfect story to tackle the ideas of grief and loss and mortality you know uh, and then just with the backdrop of World War One, you can explore these ideas of fatherhood and expectations and, you know. Right. And it's crazy that it all fits in this Pinocchio film. It's the last film you would have thought you would be given layers, you know. I never, Outside of... Never, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was going to say... the. Pinocchio is the last film I would expect to see Mussolini play a role in any capacity in. Who would have ever? Who would have ever? Never. You know? So, I got nothing for praise but for this movie, man. In the stop motion, uh, again. Um, yo, right. I love stop motion, man. I, it's not like, I don't want it for every film, but I like when it's few in between because when it does come, it hits right usually i mean stop motion is is usually a medium where you could tell there's passion being put into a project because i feel like you have i've never seen a half-assed stop motion uh project like if you're doing stop motion you clearly have to love whatever it is that you're doing 
to uh yeah. you know bring it before audiences so this right here it, it i can tell it was a passion project from del toro um and he should be proud of it i mean th th he said repeatedly this is the movie that you know he's been wanting to make like his entire life almost right or, or like for, for most of his career for a good portion he saw the disney one in theaters uh when it was re-released re in like the 80s yeah um, yeah always inspired by it and then rediscovered it through uh uh someone else's interpretation um grizzly grizz grimsley um actually funny enough if you look up this dude's book uh illustrations by grizz grimsley mm. and he uh his pinocchio it looks just like this film it's crazy uh but um yeah no he should be proud um he said it best too um i think it, when I it won the it. golden yeah. globe it looks exactly oh, you look up grizz Grim grimsley Gr yeah grizz grimsley it it carbon co not a carbon copy but like literally there's the inspiration's there the inspiration oh, yeah. is clearly there yeah uh especially in the nose i feel the nose Actually, the I legs mean, too everything, the body yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um you know when pinocchio won the golden globe for best animation um oh best man. animation or best animated film best animated film uh Oh man, I'm trying to find that direct line. He said, "Animation is cinema. Animation is not a genre for kids. It's a medium." Yeah, it's true. It, it is true. I feel, in I, you know, the last animated film we covered. On uh, oh, you know what? Wait, hold up. What, what score are you giving it? I'm like at a nine point five. Yeah, um, it, it only comes down for me just because. The Volpe bits, there was a moment where I thought we were near the end of the film where the Volpe portion was going. And when I clicked pause to go grab some water, I saw, oh, my God, there's an hour left of the yeah, movie. Okay, yeah, I think I, I think I literally felt the same. Yeah, yeah and I, I was just shocked because I was like, it, it felt like it was getting to its climax in a way. Uh, right. but, but there was still the whole... Uh, academy bit afterwards which i i love the academy bit it, but it's just that 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 volpe segment was kind of dragging on a little bit and then that bit where volpe just happens to be in the exact spot where pinocchio was jettisoned out of the academy from the bombing <laughs> that's wait, wait. where i'm like okay. oh the academy okay okay gotcha the 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 fascist youth academy the fascist gotcha youth gotcha academy. yeah um yeah that's where i was like uh this seems more like a means to an end i don't like that because everything else seemed to flow naturally into each other um but i mean those are small grievances 9.5 man this thing was hella strong it was damn near perfect if you want to give it a 10 i i can see it being a 10 for those scenes that i had a problem with some people might not have any problem with that maybe they love the volpe scenes they're like yeah more volpe more volpe i love volpe um and yeah th this can be in people's like 10 out of 10 category of films i i have i have two questions for you and they're gonna okay. be difficult ones uh, well I'll, I'll not, not not difficult for me maybe for you i don't know i don't know sure. um question number one right um there were two stop motion films that came out last year yeah pinocchio obviously being one of them correct and the other uh purple and green elephant in the room was 
Wendell and Wilde. Sure. Which is the superior stop motion animated film <laughs> from last year? This is not was not hard. Um Is it? No, it's not. It's definitely Pinocchio. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um why? What what do you think is superior? <laughs> to me it's clearly Pinocchio, but I'm saying I I I get the feeling that um some people may disagree. Some people may disagree. Ooh, really? Um, some people, some people. I use some in quotation marks. I have expectations for people that will disagree with that. Um, interesting. I think I know who. I, I think you do. I think you do. <laughs> I think you do. Uh, um, but yes, Pinocchio, I mean, we we aired our grievances over Wendell and Wild. Still a fantastic film uh, in terms of animation, but it lacked in a lot of areas like some of the characters the story the writing where pinocchio clearly just outshines it in every way because they're both well animated films i think you could argue either one may be better than the other one in terms of animation alone but pinocchio had the story it had the story it had the characters it had the writing it's clearly superior to wendell and wilde you should still go watch Wonder Woman Wild, but uh, save Pinocchio for last because you want to save the best, the best for last. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, save it for last, I guess. Um, just, you know, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to compare them, but. You know, no, say, you do. You got to. Stop motion. No, no, I just mean. I mean. 2022. I, I think, as he said, animation is cinema. Uh, we need to give time to these passion projects. Right. Because there is a lot of passion in Wendell and Wild. Uh, there's a lot of passion here in Pinocchio. I would like to see more projects like this where passion clearly shines through. Right. Now I have a question for you. Yeah, I, I think I have an idea. Go ahead. Yeah, you probably do. Um, who animated films came out? Towards the end of 2022. Puss in Boots. Really? Yes. Okay, fair. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I, I was definitely more entertained in Puss in Boots. No doubt. I, uh, I think it's it's a strong year for animation in 2022. It was a strong year for animation in 2022. You had a lot of bangers come out. You know, Pinocchio, um, Puss in Boots, um, Lightyear. Ew, and, turning and, red. Can and that's about it. No, 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 no. That, that's it. That's it. We stopped Shut up. Shut here. your mouth. Shut <laughs> your mouth. That's it. <laughs> Those are the Please. only good no. animated films no. that came out last year. No. Vomitrocious. How dare you? <laughs> um, But uh, yeah, no. Puss in, I mean, Puss in Boots. It just, oh, I yeah, I'm not going to get too much into Puss in Boots. But uh, if you watch our, our, our Puss in Boots uh, pod or listen to it, you can get an idea on why I might think Puss in Boots is the better film between that and Pinocchio. That That's just saying how good Puss in Boots was and not necessarily Pinocchio's a, a worse film because of it. Pinocchio's fantastic. It's superior to Wendell and Wild. I think it's superior to Turning Red, but that's a discussion <laughs> for another day. Uh, but... It, if you're if I'm gonna rank, if I'm gonna rank here, 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 let's do this. Let's do this. Sure. Um 
I, I hope I'm not missing anything either. Ranking the animated films from 2022 because I feel like there's we're not going to re revisit this topic again uh, sure. ever. Um, sure. Puss in Boots at the top, King. It's King. Like it, 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 it just, it just does so much right. So much right, damn it. It's King. There's no one on okay. top of it. There's no one. Okay. Untouched. Yeah. Untouched. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right below that, Pinocchio. Easily. Easily. Pinocchio. Pinocchio's number two. Pinocchio's 100% number two. That clearly means it's better than other films that are in 2022, right? So we're at, <laughs> we're at Puss in Boots. We're at okay. Pinocchio. Uh, so what else we have? We have, uh, we have Lightyear. We have, um, Wendell and Wild, and we have uh, Turning Mid. That's it, right? That's it. I mean, there's some there. There's like DC Super Pets, The Minions, Rise of Gru. I'm talking like um, the ones that mattered. The Turning Red deserves to be in this conversation. Sure. Uh, we got Lightyear. Just put it. You did not like Lightyear more than Turning Red. You don't know that. You don't did know you? me. Did you? <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Fine. Uh, below, uh, below Pinocchio is, um, uh, God, burning mid. Ah, what is wrong with you? Okay, I'm not <laughs> trying mid, to make this. <laughs> Wendell and Wild, and then Lightyear at the bottom. Fine to satisfy the masses. To satisfy the masses. Satisfy your own consciousness. I don't know why you got this back and forth where turning red is not as good as you think it was. Um, Lightyear is not even in this conversation, so I'm not even going to get into that. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no, my no. God. I forgot Strange World. Strange World. Jesus. Oh, right. Um, because it's uh, in the conversation. Uh, Yeah. No. Uh, Strange World on top of turning red. Yeah. Oh, boo. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no layers to that onion. Interesting. Um, You know. I'll say this. It's tough for me. I really enjoyed the aforementioned three turning red. Wait, 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 wait. What's what's oh oh you're 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 just going these are my top three for sure. Your top Pinocchio, okay. Pinocchio turning red. Puss in boots. It's Puss in Boots number three. No, no, no. No order. Oh, just okay. Okay. Top I three. I think they in all excel uh for different reasons no 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 you gotta you gotta pick one you gotta pick we'll, we'll acknowledge that you accept all of them in the the highest category of animation for 2022 but quick you have um pretend i'm uh candlewick's father i put the gun on the table i say shoots a puppet wow let's let's uh let's mirror not uh nazi fascism <laughs> italy sure why not <laughs> <laughs> but Papa, <laughs> this, this is, is a, a real, real gun. gun. Um, mm, I just think about emotionally invested. Uh, oh, it probably go turning red. Oh, Jesus! Uh, <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no turning way. red. Puss in boots. Pinocchio. There's no, no. You see, we're we're on opposite ends of this spectrum. <laughs> You say I. You say that I don't acknowledge how good Turning Turning Red was. I think you over acknowledge how good Turning Red was. I like simplicity. I like the simplicity. Oh Jesus! Um, 
Y'all should listen to our Turning Red pod if you made it this far to the Pinocchio pod. Yeah, go give that And our Window and Wild. And our Lightyear. And our Strange World. Goodness, we did it on all of them. Yeah. Look at that. We did pods on all of them. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. D- don't care to order the, the the final ones, the other ones afterwards. No. Wow. Lightyear's yeah. not even part of the conversation. Disrespectful. Rise of Gru was better than Lightyear. So. What did you actually see Rise of Gru? I did see Rise of Gru. Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Uh, God, that is a stretch. There might be one joke in Rise of Gru that sells it. I have no. Oh, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it. But yeah, no, don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna count One Piece film red either. Uh, oh damn! That's anime. I mean, it's animation, but it's anime. It's anime. I don't. Fine. I don't. I don't. I, I'm not even thinking of that when I You're think not of even like thinking of Dragon Ball Super either. I, I'm not. I'm not. It, that's not gonna get to the Academy. <laughs> that's I was not say, anywhere. Anime films are animation. It, it is. It is. Yes. It, it is. I mean, no, it's not going to go to the Academy. Probably not. It's not. It's not. Can, can, can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine. And the Oscar for Best Animated Film of 2022 goes to Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Can you imagine? No. If How Miyazaki's name was on Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Superhero, it would oh, make it wow. to the Academy. They would, they would reconsider. They yes, would they reconsider. would. How Miyazaki did a Dragon Ball Z movie? <laughs> This has to be pure cinema. Peak cinema. Peak. Quote by Martin Scorsese. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's our Pinocchio pod. I guess any any just final general thoughts on Pinocchio? I mean, we've gushed about it already quite a bit. This is what you needed. This is what Disney needs to do with any kind of product they want to reimagine or stop copy pasting. You know. Yeah, uh, stop copy and pasting. Make it your own. This was still Pinocchio, but it was so much its own thing right. that you forgot the original version. This is the superior Pinocchio. If Disney can do this with the remaining of their products that they are trying to reimagine or remake. Next up is uh, Hercules. Well, next up, we got to see how the Little Mermaid pans out. Oh, God, that's going to be mid, but... Enough. My <laughs> wife is on there. Who? Flounder? ha, ha, ha. No, Aquafina as Scuttle. Oh, oh wow! I didn't know you were Aquafina stan. I'm not. I'm a Halle Bailey. My oh, wife. wow! Bay. <laughs> One day. <laughs> uh, well, I, I I guess we'll see. It's likely gonna bomb. I'm um, not bomb. It's going to, it's going to make its money. Not to worry. That movie's it's gonna, gonna do bank. It's gonna do bank. Critically, I I think it's gonna be panned. Oh, um, probably. But we'll see. We'll see. Disney, yes, needs to make its own identity with some of these live action films because same complaint across the board. They're just copy and paste of their original animated films. Um, Pinocchio, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, because this is his Pinocchio. I love saying his damn name when I say the name of the movie because it's it's his. It's his. No one else can claim it. No one else can claim it. And I got to give respect for that. But um, yeah, we'll see what the future holds for stop motion animation. It looks like we're in a uh, a little bit of a renaissance for like animation in general. We're we're, we're getting stop motion films. We're getting the uh, the the post the post apocalyptic radiation of uh, 
um into the spider verse affecting <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way to call it yeah yeah i mean it really it really changed the game so i it i'm did. excited i'm excited for animated films more than ever now since we've been singing just the since we've been seeing these bangers come out year after year so that is a fair excitement yeah i i guess we'll wait and see what the world has in store for guillermo del toro next and the next stop motion film i want to see another one i want to see another one soon Oh um, yeah, I don't even know the lineup. I don't know if Leica's working on anything. I'll look it up. I'll no look idea. it up. No idea. No yeah. idea. But uh yeah, that's our Pinocchio, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio pod, everyone. Let us know what you all think in the comments below. Is this the superior Pinocchio film? Uh, do we need another Pinocchio film after this? I mean, we got three Pinocchio films last year. I think we oversaturated the market a little bit. There is some charm in that uh in that other one, you know. I want to go explore on my own. There's some charm, you know, a little bit. Uh, but we're probably done with Pinocchio for quite some time for the foreseeable future. Um, but let us know what you think. You know, did, did you like this interpretation of Pinocchio? Did you like the stop motion animation? What are your gripes with this film? What are your praises? Let us know down in the comments below wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Yonko Table. Give us a like, give us a shout out, and let us know. Let us know what you think. If you want to see our gaming side, check out the Twitch channel at Dr. Jace Attorney as well. We're playing games there quite a bit. But with that, everyone, I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, signing off. And last quote of the day, we like this puppet. We like the puppet. <laughs>